Good afternoon, and welcome to the Middle East Forum's webinar and podcast series, Israel Insider, this week with Naved Romi. I'm Stacey Roman, and I will be moderating this discussion today. We're pleased to have Naved Romi, who oversees the day-to-day activities of the Israel Victory Project, join us this week to update us on all the events going on in Israel. Neve will be giving us a briefing on current Israeli affairs for 15 minutes, then open it up for questions. Should you wish to ask a question, please use the Q&A box located at the bottom of your screen to type your question. And with that, I'll turn the discussion over to Neve Dromi. Thank you, St- Thank you, Stacey. Good night. Good afternoon for everyone who's watching, which is in a different time zone than myself. Um, so Israel has been very busy in the last week, and we're actually speaking while there is a big drama in Israel after the Supreme Court decision that Alia Derry, the Minister of Interior Affairs and Health, won't be able to continue in his job due to um, uh, due to records uh, of a criminal activity. I'm trying. I'm not sure this is the right phrase in English. Uh, in the past, and saying that there is a clash between the arrangement that he received from the legal advisor and to his job. Um, so right now there is um, a, a big drama, a political drama. Uh, all the news are speaking and dealing only with that, um, asking the question whether what the coalition, the parties of the coalition will do. Um, I don't see that the government falls or something, and I don't want to make any statement, legal statements, which I'm not which I can't do because I'm not, I don't have the legal uh, information, um, but they're thinking how to get out of this plunder and to make this government still work. Maybe there will be a change in the way that the roles of the different ministers or other decision makers um, were, were organized before, but it's very interesting to see where it goes and it actually meets us in another drama that's happening in the last it's still going on in the last week in Israel where the minister of the of of the legal system uh, is trying to uh, promote a reform which has a lot of discussion there is a big discussion around it because the coalition is supportive uh, and the and the public that voted for the coalition is supportive, but the opposition and its public um, are calling it a, the legal revolution. Um, so it's, it meets the political system in a very sensitive uh, or very interesting, it's depend where you're looking from uh, situation. Um, for example, I heard someone today saying that if Yariv Levine the minister of the legal system um, wouldn't try to promote this reform, then the Supreme Court uh, would have got a different decision about Arya Derry. Um, we will never know, uh, but uh, as it seems right now, this issue is going to still be the center of all the media and the public in the next few weeks. Uh, but it's not all that's happening this week in Israel, we had replacements in the jobs of the chief of staff where Aviv Kochavi um, 
finished his job as the chief of staff of the IDF after 40 years of service in the IDF and Ertzia Levy replaced him uh, in his job. Um, it's happening once in four years or so. Um, and to be honest, like last time, the challenges, the challenges for this chief of staff are the same like uh, Kohavi when he got to his job. Uh, the Palestinians, Iran, Hezbollah, still the same challenges, maybe different uh, levels of importance, or maybe different level of attention, but the same. Um, there were and there were political statements of politicians in the ceremony of replacements between the two uh, regarding different reform that some of the decision makers are uh, willing or want to do uh, in the IDF. Um, there is not too much to say about it, but it was only the ceremonies, the first week of the new chief of staff. Um, I'm being careful of saying what is his character and which, I mean, which chief of staff, Ertia Levy, the new chief of staff will be, but I can say that he's uh, going into the job in a sensitive um, situation where there are, there are criticism about the IDF and how sometimes he is, uh, according to some people, sometimes um, acting more as a social movement and not as an organization that has a job of defending uh, Israel and uh, killing its enemies. Um, but again, there are criticism and there are some that support it, so it's different and it depends who you ask for, but this was what some of the commented, some of the commentaries and the army reporters uh, have said. Uh, another thing that I mean, more events in Israel is the clashes between the opposition and the coalition, and it's interesting to not talk only about the clash between the two, but also the clash inside uh, the opposition. Uh, we usually focus on the coalition, but today uh, it might be interesting to look also to the other side. So last Saturday there was a, a big demonstration of a public that is against um, the reform of Yariv Levin and against other policies that the new government is trying to promote. Um, and what's interesting to see was the clashes between the opposition, where at first Yair Lapid, uh, the head of Yeshatid and the chair of the, the chair of the opposition said that him and Benny Gantz are not going to attend the demonstration. And then Benny Gantz said it's not true and that he will be there. Um, and you could see how the public that support the opposition uh, was mad about Lapid for not taking a part of the demonstration, which they see it's something that he should take part in. Uh, so you could see in the demonstration Benny Gantz, you could see Mansour Abbas, uh, you could see Knesset members from the Labour and even from Meretz, which is not in the Knesset. Um, it was a bit strange to not see Yair Lapid, but today, after the Supreme Court announced about uh, ruling out Arya Derry 
Uh, I don't know if it's connected, but um, he said that he will attend the demonstration in the upcoming, this Saturday, that will be. Uh, another name that uh, we hear more these days, I don't know if you remember, but is Tsipi Livni, uh, a former uh, Kadima and then a Labour um, Knesset member. Uh, and she is one of the voices that you hear more from, she's not even a Knesset member, she's a public figure, but um, obviously she identifies with the opposition today, and she is um, speaking out more, you can hear her more in the media. Um, some people say that maybe she's doing it because she has an inspiration to be the, to replace Ron Khuldai as the mayor of Tel Aviv. Some people say that maybe she's trying to go back to politics, but it's interesting to see how the opposition, maybe because in their eyes, um, there is lack of leaders in the opposition itself, then they go out to a former leaders of those parties. Ehud Barak uh, was speaking from the demonstration, um, but other people like uh, Avigdor Lieberman, which is parties in the opposition, said that he will not attend the demonstrations, um, we will see how it's developed, but it's definitely something interesting that you see how the opposition is split between the different uh, parties. Um, and you also can hear sometimes criticism between uh, some Knesset members about um, the chair of the opposition, Yahir Lapid, that he doesn't invite the Arab Knesset members to the uh, opposition meetings. Um, so there are splits, and also this week, um, a reporter, an Israeli reporter, uh, said that Hilly Trooper uh, from the party of Benny Gantz met Yariv Levin, which is one of the most close people to Netanyahu, and they are trying to think together how to make sure that the flames are not going too high, or actually how to narrow the flames so things can get cooler. Um, and this is interesting because there is always the thought that Netanyahu in one point would like to get another party into the coalition. And the only relevant party for this might be Benny Gantz party, blue and white. Um, so people looking at it not, maybe not only as a meeting to cooler the, the flames, but also maybe a meeting that saying something about the near future. And in all this drama and all the clashes and the intrigue, there is the president of Israel, Bougie Herzog, that uh, was under attack also this week by uh, some of the voices in the opposition, asking him to take side regarding the legal reform that Yariv Levin and Netanyahu are planning. So you can see demonstrations outside of his house. You can see uh, how people write about him or asking him to react. Uh, I am not sure that he will do something more that he did until now. He did met the uh, Esther Hayut, which is the chair of uh, the president of the Supreme Court in Israel and they try to find a way to compromise between uh, the Supreme Court and the government regarding the reform that Yariv Levin is planning. But it's definitely interesting to see, I mean, if you are interested in politics, 
this is definitely not a boring time to be in Israel and to view how things developed and what are the different clashes and intrigue. Um, in the opposition, um, it's, it will be interesting to follow to see what's going on. The fact that a Victor Lieberman uh, said that he won't come to the demonstrations, um, uh, making things uh, very interesting. And also this week there was a conference of Gidon Sa'al putting together people uh, which are an uh, object to Yariv Levin legal reform. So maybe he wasn't in the demonstration on Saturday, but he's definitely objecting the, the, the reform of Yariv Levin. Um, so this is very aligned with the voice uh, of the opposition. But uh, again, we see new names, old new names like CP Livni popping up, we heard Stav Shafir, I don't know if you know her, she was in the labor and then she was united with Meretz, but she was a very uh, loud voice in the demonstration. I'm not sure she's aiming to go back to politics, but if you hear the names of Tsipi Livni and Stav Shafir back, so maybe they are planning something, I don't know, uh, but the things in Israel are definitely warming up regarding politics and it's interesting to follow and see uh, what will come and as I said in the beginning I think the next few weeks will focus a lot about the legal reform and what will happen with Arya Derry um, jobs and its part in uh, in this government uh, so this is more or less a general review of what's going on uh, in Israel what are the latest uh, storms and what keeps uh, people uh, busy what's the media speaking about I'll be happy to answer any question. All right, thank you so much. Uh, the first question, uh, who may take over for Arya Derry's ministry position and who will Netanyahu look towards to strengthen the coalition government? Do you care to speculate? Yeah. I mean, from what I hear, they're saying that the CEO of the health minister might become the Minister of Health uh, regarding Al-Yaderi. When it comes to the Interior Fair Minister, I don't know. I don't want to say something. I heard some rumors, but nothing that I heard on media. So I can't, I don't want to say something. Um, the, I mean, I don't know. I don't think that there is someone that believes that the government will fall down. I don't, I didn't hear this as something really serious. Um, I did hear something, someone talking about maybe Arya Derry uh, taking Amir Ohana place as the chair of the Knesset. And this might cause, uh, as I said in the beginning, changes of the jobs uh, of the government. Because if Amir Ohana is not chair of the Knesset, then he will have to get a different job and he will get probably a high profile job. So things will look different. Um, and, and what people are saying now that this decision of the Supreme Court will take the coalition, will make the coalition more convinced about the legal reform that they're trying to promote. I guess that in the next one week, I mean, now it's all like 
piles of information and speculations about what will happen. Uh, but I guess that in a week from now, it will be clearer what will happen. Um, we will have to follow. We will have to follow and see. But I don't, I don't see a situation where the government is falling down. In about two days ago, they already began talking about um, their speculation that the Supreme Court is going to rule out dairy. So they were ready for it. And the question is only how they're going to solve it. That's it. Thank you. Riven Hawk asks, can the government realistically try to keep Arya Dairy as a minister and what would be their arguments? I don't see how the government is keeping Arya Dairy minister uh, when the Supreme Court said it can't. Uh, in the history, right-wing governments always respected Supreme Court's decision, even if they didn't like it. So I don't see um, I don't see an option now they won't respect it. But as I said before, they will find a different way for him to become um, or to remain in a, in a job where it still has an impact. Um, Arya Derry is an important member for the coalition, for example, in the security uh, cabinet, so they will want him there. Um, they will find a solution, but I I, I can't, again, say which one. I can't say what will be the solution. All right, thank you. I know you said that you don't see the, the government failing, so no elections coming in 2023, but Barack Korkmaz asked, do you see an upcoming government crisis in Israel? No. No, I don't see because uh, it seems like the coalition is very homogenic uh, today. I heard that already Netanyahu was in Arya Deri house, uh, Smotrich, Ben Gvir, they all saying the same things. Um, and I think now their supporters uh, are very angry of this decision. So none of them would do something that uh, might look like they are uh, doing something that serves the other side. I, I don't see something. It will only make them more united. So I don't see any... Maybe I'm wrong, again, maybe I'm wrong, I don't know, but I don't see um, some of them taking the risk as being identified with the other side. Thank you, and you mentioned Lieberman wasn't joining the demonstrations. What exactly does this show? Um, it shows the thing that the opposition is not uh, united like the coalition. I, I, um, and I think this is the the most uh, out. This is the the, the easiest uh, conclusion. Um, this is this is where I will take it. I won't get a conclusion regarding Lieberman or his plans. Uh, Lieberman and Netanyahu are not friends, to say the least. I don't think there are different talking between the two for Lieberman to join the coalition. As I said, I think Gantz uh, and Tanya would prefer Gantz. Um, but I think it mainly says that the opposition is not very united. There are split, there are clashes. Um, before the elections, Lieberman and Yair Lapid had a, 
a very bad relationship regarding a reform that Lieberman was trying to do and Lapid wasn't supportive of it. Um, so I guess this is the main conclusion that the opposition is not very united and there are gaps between the leaders of the different parties. That's it. Thank you, Larry. Greenberg asks, isn't demonstrating on Shabbat an insult to many in the coalition in an attempt to prevent a counter demonstration? They do it after Shabbat, like Mutzai uh, Shabbat. So no, but there are different, I mean, and there was event today, this Shabbat of the, uh, there was an event this Shabbat that I read somewhere that some were angry it was in Shabbat, but not the demonstrations. And you know, there are also people that they are, uh, that can come and demonstrate against them that are not religious if they want to. Yes. All right, thanks. Uh, Joy Wolf asks, isn't this an example of why the government wants to limit the power of the Supreme Court? I guess that means the Arya Derry uh, ruling. Uh, surely this doesn't seem right to have the court intervene in this way. And that's what I said before, that I think that this, this ruling of the Supreme Court will only unite more the coalition and make them go um, all the way with the reform that they're trying to achieve in order to balance between the different uh, authorities, between the Supreme Court, the Knesset, and the government. Um, so yeah, yeah, I agree that this ruling will probably make the coalition um, be more, um, I don't know, more quick or more uh, determined to pass the reform and make it happen. Thank you. Harold Forrester asks, in Canada, a committee composed of independent legal experts submit a list of potential candidates from multiple parties for the government to select qualified judges to be appointed to the Supreme Court. Uh, this minimizes the process, uh, the possibility of choosing candidates based on their party affiliation instead of on their qualifications. Uh, cannot Israel consider adopting a similar process to select Supreme Court justices? As I said, I'm not an expert for legal um, for the legal system or legal steps or any legal uh, change. I know what I know from what I read. Um, I know that some of the Knesset members are offering or showing Canada as a model that Israel should embrace. Uh, I'm not the person to ask what should Israel, I mean, I mean, I can, I have my opinion, but I can't tell you if Israel should embrace the Canadian. I mean, it's something that the decision makers would need to decide. Thank you. And uh, Rock Cork Maz asks, the, uh, the Israeli system seems like a democracy on the barrel of a radical blackmail. Uh, do you expect an election reform system in the future? A different election system? Maybe people speak about it once in a while, saying that the system should change. I don't know if it will happen. I guess we'll see uh, when the next elections will uh, will be closed. We'll see if the system will be changed or not. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it comes up once in a while, but nothing concrete right now. Thank you. And Eric asks, can you talk about Israel reducing payments to the Palestinians? Is this punishment for them going to the world court? And what... 
what is the world reaction to this? Yes, it's kind of a punishment, but uh, I think Smotrich um, um, did it not only as a punishment, but also because he believes in it. Um, what the Palestinians did by going to the UN was only making him do it, it, do it faster or quicker than what he planned. Um, to be honest, I don't think the world is very interested about it. Um, I don't think the world is very focused or giving attention to it. Um, and I mean, in my opinion, it's good. Um, I hope that the government will continue in this line. And uh, and yes, I mean, the world, uh, I guess, would they, it's funny to say, but I think the world now, maybe, you know what, it's not funny. I think the world is uh, right now busy in other things going on, and maybe um, this issue doesn't interest him so much. Um, and that's it. I think the, the Palestinians will continue to go to the UN. We will try to fight it in our tools. Um, the world will probably um, continue taking the Palestinian side. And this is why it stands to our threshold to change the things and be uh, on the upper hand. Um, but yes, I think it's a reaction to what the Palestinians did to the UN. And I don't think the Smotrich really cares about um, what the world will say, if it's good or bad. I don't think we will analyze it today. All right, thank you. And uh, how long until the illegal communities in Yehuda and Shamron will be legalized? And that's from Stephen Orlo. I honestly don't know. I think no one knows. All right, and uh, in terms of the Israel Victory Project, how do you see the the chief, the new chief of staff uh, for the IDF working with with us against us? Any of that? As I said, I don't want to say something um, something because I don't really know the chief of staff and what are his opinions about those issues. So. I can't already say what are these state, I mean, where does it stand regarding the Palestinians and how we should handle this and what should be our uh, uh, our policy. Um, and I don't want to judge him before he began his job. So I think that what the smart thing will be is to wait and see how he reacts when the opportunity will come and it will come. He has, I mean, there is no doubt. So we will have to wait and see what happens then. Um, I heard good things about him for people that I appreciate. Um, so we'll have to wait and see if they were right or not. All right. Well, thank you so much. Uh, we're coming to the close of our webinar and podcast. Naveth, thank you again for taking time to update us this week. And for our viewers and listeners, please join us Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern for a webinar, which I forgot to write down. All right. Thank you all for joining us, and I hope you have a wonderful day.